Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Christopher Rotundo. And I'm one of them, Sam Gold. And today we have another exciting episode for you guys. We will be recapping week nine and looking ahead at week 10. Yeah, another exciting week of games. Let's get right into it and roll that intro music. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, and let's just hop right into it. The first game on the slate we had in week nine was the Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. It was kind of just a dull game, basically. The injured... Injury depleted 49ers couldn't get any offense going. The Packers steamrolled them. Sam, what did you think? Yeah, another game where Aaron Rodgers can take advantage of a depleted team on the other side. You know, him and Devonta Adams are just going off this this year, and especially in the last three or four weeks. I got I got to check Devonta Adams' stats, but he had another great game: ten receptions, 173 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, people said that Aaron Rodgers was going to struggle with only Devonta Adams, but to be honest, as of right now, that's all he needs. Uh, I know, wish they traded for Will Fuller. That, that, that offense that, would have been unstoppable. That would have put him over the top, but I think as of right now, it's, it's working. And, um, you know, Aaron Jones, hopefully, is going to come back next week. Um, you know, their running game is depleted a little bit. Jamal Williams, you know, he got injured too, so they had to go with... Uh, actually, no, Aaron Jones was in the game. No, Did yeah. I just not notice? No, he was. He was injured, and they said they were going to test him out in pregame warm-ups. And the first drive, they just gave it to him the entire drive. They kept on throwing him the ball. That must have been it, because I, I did not watch the first half, that's for sure. I mean, I this game didn't look pretty to me to begin once, with, so I checked it in the end of the game. I did not notice that Aaron Jones played. Well, once they got off big, they just pulled him out. No need to risk re- for him getting re-injured. Yeah. But, that's really about it here. The yeah, 49ers, it was, no more Garoppolo. K- Kittle, who knows how he might be got done for the season. Yeah, it was a boring blowout, as yeah. usual. So, you know, the with the um the Bears keep losing, the, uh, the Packers are taking a nice commanding lead. All right. We're going to move on to the 1 o'clock games. we got Texans-Jaguars, Chris. The only thing I really have to say about this is it was a bunch of one-win teams going up against each other. The Texans pull out on top, and without Gardner Minshew, Jake Lutton. He actually looked better than I thought. That first drive, he marched in the field. I think he had a touchdown. He threw first a drive. nice touchdown pass. In the game. And he had over 300 yards, but it was kind of just passing the entire time. David Johnson left early with a concussion. Um... Brandon Cooks had a nice deep bomb touchdown. The thing with the Jaguars is they're not they're not terrible on offense. They're kind of like the Lions a little bit, where they put up points every week. It's just their defense is absolutely horrendous. Well, yeah, they got they cleared house on defense since yeah. what, what was it twenty seventeen? Yeah, since they won the championship in twenty seventeen. So, uh, you know the the Texans were probably favored in this game. I had them winning, and you know Deshaun Watson he can't be sitting on one win. Long. He's got to carry that team to another win, and his only their only two wins the Texans are against the Jaguars. So, yeah, it just seemed to be a quietly high scoring game by two teams that had one win going into it. Um, I just feel bad for Deshaun Watson. That's really all I have to say. Yeah, he's kind of just stuck there. And the Jags just keep doing what you're doing if you're looking for Trevor Lawrence. That's all I gotta say. All right, let's move on to Washington against the Giants. The Giants get their second win as well. Over Washington, moved to two and seven. Washington falls to two and six. I, I feel the main story about this game is the injury to Kyle Allen. Once again, Redskins 
Oh my god, I said it again. That's two strikes. That's two strikes. Um, but yeah, no, the football team. Once again, it had it started with Joe Theismann, Robert RG3, Colt McCoy, Alex Smith, and now Kyle Allen. They're all getting leg injuries on midfield in that stadium. I don't know what's going on, but the irony is that Alex Smith took over for a guy on the football team that got another leg injury. And it's just it's just really weird luck. It sucks for Kyle Allen. He's probably done for the rest of the season. He's definitely done for the yeah. rest of the season. So Alex Smith's going to take over that role. I mean, he, you know, Alex Smith did okay, but he threw the three interceptions really killed him this game. And that's what made the Giants win. And the Giants have a very underrated defense. I keep saying this week in and week out. And, you know, they finally got their second win. And I think that the Giants are definitely one of the better, terrible teams. They have some Listen, upside. The Giants still have a legit shot to win the division, even though they probably won't. What are they sitting? One game back of first, which is. Well, the- no, they got three more losses than the Eagles. So that, that's, that's, that's oh, pretty well. far back. I don't I, think they have a shot. I don't they they, they, they don't have a shot, but mathematically, they still have a shot. Well, yeah, mathematically. It, it's just such a sad division. Yeah, I mean, this game is close, but, you know, I, I had the Giants winning as well, so I, I'm not surprised this happened. Daniel Jones, 4-0 against the uh, the football team so far in his career. So He'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he just played them. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like with the football team, like, if they just had a bye for, like, three weeks straight, I would just not notice. But the team doesn't even have a name. I don't think I would notice. We could do the show for six weeks straight, and they could have a bye every week, and I just wouldn't be able to notice that. So. All I got to say is, Sam, you know how much I am a fan of Terry McLaurin. He continues to put up numbers, even with Kyle Allen and Haskins as his quarterback for the start of the season. And now he has Alex Smith, a, guy, a veteran in this league, who can act, will be able to get him the ball consistently. We're going to look back at the end of the season. We're going to check McLaurin's stats. We're going to compare him to some he's, bigger names. He, he, he's, a, he's emerging as a... As the top receiver in this league. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on to Ravens-Colts. This was supposed to be one of the games of the week, but the Ravens won this uh, pretty handily, 24-10. Chris, you said they were going to have a 14-point win. They had exactly that. So, yeah, what do you have to say about uh, Lamar and the Ravens this week? Um, The Ravens continue just to win games without having Lamar throw that much. He only threw over 170 yards, and he, and he was the leading rusher on their team for 15. 58 yards rushing on 13 attempts, which for whatever reason, I know it shouldn't surprise me, but it just surprises me how a team that has a quarterback that only throws for 170 yards and rushes for the most only 58 still, I'm saying only 58. That's still great. But he, I just don't know how they put up all these points while they'd have a quarterback that doesn't throw consistently for high two hundreds, low three hundreds. But they just keep on winning. The Colts, the Colts are a good team. They're nothing crazy. The Ravens, they're gonna be, they're gonna, they're gonna be a scary team come postseason time. Um, yeah, this was about expected out of the Colts. You yeah, know, they're, they're gonna lose to the superior opponents and beat the inferior opponents. It, go about eight, eight, nine, seven. It just seems that the Ravens are always putting up a lot of points, like twenty-four points a game. And their quarterback isn't even throwing for a whole lot. Yeah, they've, they've put up 20 or more points in like 30-something straight games. So that's mm-hmm. impressive. Which is crazy because if Lamar gets a game when he throws for 300 yards this season, which he which he's yet to do, but it's v- very much possible that he can do it any game of the season against anyone. He plays well with a lead, so he, he would need he would need a much worse defense to play against than the Colts. Yeah. I expected this from Lamar. I think I'm going to sit on my... On my on my takes about Lamar, I still think he's having a solid season. He's not going to have an MVP season, but 
he can't really expect many people to have back back. I mean, I, I said he was going to have a good season, but he was going to have obviously serious regression from last year because there's no way you can keep up that yeah. base that you had from last year going into this year because that was almost unheard of what he was doing. But look, I still think he's a top tier quarterback, which also includes running the ball as a quarterback. So I think he's still doing that extremely well. They're six and two. They're quietly six and two. They almost beat the Steelers last week. I think the Ravens are. Kind of like the Chiefs of last year where they have sunken into the background. No one's really talking about them, but who knows? They could sneak up at any time, and I'm not sure. I, th I think they have, a, they have a good shot in the playoffs this year. All right, let's go to Lions-Vikings. The Vikings are picking it up right now. They beat the Lions 34-20. to They're 3-5 and five now. I think the Vikings with the depleted NFC can make... Possibly a run to at least be in the hunt uh, later on in the season. The Vikings are one of those teams that start, I feel, are starting off slow and now slowly turning it on as the season Them gets the better. I mean, the Vikings, yeah, their defense is horrendous, but it's a young defense that can only get better as it goes on. I don't see the Vikings winning too many more games or really having... I feel that they can win seven games. I doubt it. I feel they'll max out at five or six games this year, but they're starting to... They have. They have some momentum going into this game. They have a good receivers. Um, yeah, I think a team playing under Mike Zimmer isn't just going to completely give up. I did have him as a bull prediction being fired. I mean, unless they only win maybe four or five games, you know, a few more games for the rest of the there season. There might be a coaching change at the end of the season. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen, but I had them going 8-8, eight eight, so I don't think that's going to happen. But yeah. I think they're, they're going to win some games on the road. Depends on their schedule. I know Matt Stafford left the game injured, I think, with a back injury i think i'm really not sure yeah and yeah chase daniel had to come in so you know the lions are doing the lions thing that they always do they win three games early in the season yeah. and go like five and eleven I mean, the, the lions fans can use this as an excuse saying stafford they always wasn't that know. wasn't that covid reserve list the entire week because he came in close contact with someone but he tested negative so he was able to play yeah. So the first time he saw his teammates was right before, during warm-ups today all week yeah and he played surprisingly not well but well for not having any game plan, so I was surprised at that. And then lastly, you know, Dalvin Cook, another huge game, 252 total yards, I want to say. I don't think a lot of people Two know touchdowns. this, but that, remember that 70-yard run he had? There were only 10 men on the field for the for the Lions, which is... <laughs> such a Lions which, which is so Which is weird, but... Jeez. Hey, listen, a 70-yard run is a 70-yard run. Yeah, it's, it's it's Cook and Henry right now for the leading rushers with about 800 and something yards. And, and then Cook's, the next guy's with 588 with Josh Jacobs. Cook's played, I think, a game and a half less than Henry, and he's, and he's leading Exactly, the so, yeah, Cook is carrying Derrick Henry, he's, he's, he's either going to have a game when he pops off for 200 rushing yards, or he'll have, like, 50 to 60 rushing exactly, yards. Exactly, exactly. He'll never have one of those games when he has, like, 80, 90. Okay, uh, next one is a little bit of a boring game, defensive game. We got Bears-Titans, as expected. 24 to 17 definitely does not look as close as it was. The Titans pretty much had a commanding win here. And it was kind of just garbage time. No, I wouldn't say garbage time because the Bears were still in it. No, nah, it was garbage time. I mean, every Bears touchdown seems like a two minute drill or garbage time or in the first when it really doesn't matter. Their defense, it, I'm surprised they really haven't given up on the team yet. I mean, they're still playing their asses off, but God. What did they start off? Five and one? I think five and one or four and one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, why? I don't even know how they have five wins. They look like one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. And I'm not even kidding. Mitchell Trubisky, 3-0 as a starter. <laughs> yeah. No, this is a legit question that people are asking now. Should Trubisky come back? I think, I mean, at this point, you still have a winning record, but 
with Nick Foles, you haven't been getting it done. Who knows? Maybe just put Trubisky <laughs> or maybe do a little uh, uh, quarterback by committee. You never know. I've never seen that happen before. But The Bears still have a <laughs> winning record right now. They're still in the playoffs. I, I think right now they're still in the playoffs. Uh, actually, I think they're out of it now. I think they're like the eighth or ninth. The, the Bears have some serious quarterbacking questions to answer for themselves. Um, they always do. It was weird. I honestly thought that Derrick Henry was going to have a much bigger game than this against the Bears. I, I know the Bears have a good defense, but he he, he had only sixty eight yards, only averaging three yards carry. But it, it's it's one of those Derrick Henry type of weeks. Like like I said, he'll either pop off for two hundred rushing yards and he'll he'll break one for ninety ninety yards to the house for a touchdown, or he's just kind of quiet with um sixty rushing yards. Yeah, I, I just wish he would get involved in the passing game more. That's what I really wish coming out. And of I him. wish fantasy wise that David Montgomery would stop just running it up the middle for two yards. It really pisses me off. So I, I'm going to give him one more chance this week against the Vikings. Uh, but David Montgomery, you got to stop, man. All right. <laughs> Enough with that game. Boring game. We have not a boring game and a bit of a heart attack for me. We have Chiefs Panthers. The Panthers kept it closer than I thought. Yeah, we want it. 33 to 31. We moved to eight and one. The Panthers are definitely the best like bad team out there. They are really frisky and super under. We've been saying this all season. They are super underrated. Christian McCaffrey came back, but Christian McCaffrey is now out for this coming week with the shoulder injury. Mm -hmm. Every game Christian McCaffrey's been in this year, he's had two touchdowns in each. So I think he's still the 25th highest scoring fantasy running back, which <laughs> which is crazy for how little he's played. That's crazy. Yeah, because he has like 80 right yeah. now. I I I've, I don't know if I texted you this or not, but. I feel I said that Bridgewater's ceiling for this game was going to be 300 yards passing, three and three passing touchdowns, and I said like uh, 40 rushing yards, and he had two passing touchdowns, 310 yards, and he had one rushing touchdown, and he ran it for 19 yards. So I, I just felt that the Chiefs were going to win by a lot more, and the Panthers were just going to have to throw the ball all day, but they, they, they kept it close. It was a nice offensive battle. So okay, yeah, we had. A lot of issues on defense this game. That really pissed me off. But our offense is just, it's just crazy. We can score whenever we want, and it's a, the best feeling. Mahomes just nine touchdowns in the last two games. Tyree Kill is just a monster season. He scored a touchdown every single game but the Bills game. Travis Kelsey is a top 10 receiver in the league. He went off again. I think he had, yeah, 10 receptions, 159 yards. But, yeah. Look. This is really exciting for the Chiefs because the Panthers played one of their best possible play-calling games I've seen since Cam Newton in 2015. I, Matt Rule and Joe Brady are doing something really good. They played their best possible game, and it still had to come down to a Joey Sly 67-yard field goal. So I'm, I'm pretty proud of the Chiefs here. Uh, uh, thank God we got the win. We're going into the bye week now, and uh, we'll see the Raiders in Las Vegas in Week 11. A little rematch from earlier in the season. Yeah, that would be funny if we just go 14-2 and two and both our losses are the Raiders. That would really piss me off. All right, but yeah, good win. Panthers are, are a great team, even though they might not have the record of a great team. They remind me of the Bengals when they can keep it close with any, anyone. Yeah, yeah. Panthers, uh, look out for them in about two years. All right, Bills Seahawks. The Bills uh, take a depleted Seahawks team. Or, sorry, Seahawks defense. defense. And just run all over them. Josh Allen had a field day. They won 44 to 34. Is this, I've been saying it all season, Sam. I said the Seahawks' worst enemy, worst enemy is their defense. And it's it's showing up more than ever now in these recent weeks. And 
It did not help that Russell Wilson had what four turnovers, two fumbles, two interceptions. Uh, yeah, I, I I know he had the two picks. I remember the one pick when I'm just like, what are you he doing? Had at least one fumble. I know the the Seahawks were on the goal line. Wilson rolled out and he tried to lob it over over the defender, and the defender just the linebacker just jumped up and grabbed it for the easy interception. Yeah. I, I know what he was trying to do, but it was one of those things that if it worked out, it's like what a great throw. And if it doesn't work out, it's like what are you doing? Um. That that defense, the Seahawks offense will only be able to win them so many games, and it's won them six games so far. That defense is just—it's terrible. I think they're giving up over 350 yards a game passing, and it's, that's the most of all time by like 50 yards. It's and terrible. the second most is the Falcons of this year, unless of all time, unless their offense can go out and put up 30 to 40 points consistently, the Seahawks won't win because anyone can go out against that team and just have a field show against them. This is them. actually worse than the 2018 Chiefs. I, the 2018 Chiefs at least had some nice pieces on defense. that kept I mean, I, I've seen some bad defenses, but the Seahawks defense, I, I don't know what they need to do. I know they traded for Dunlap, and they brought up uh, Snacks Harrison from their practice squad. That doesn't really seem to be doing anything. They need to make a trade or, or over the offseason, but they've... They, they, the trade for Jamal Adams, he's been injured all year, so we got to see how he comes back. I know this is his first game back. Um, and I think a little shift we're seeing right now in terms of the MVP race is... I'm not being biased. I think Mahomes is going to win MVP this year. I think Wilson is in second, and Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers are in third and fourth. I think Josh Allen with this game is moving up. Russell Wilson definitely hurt his chances in this game. This is why he doesn't get any MVP votes is because of this, and Mahomes doesn't ever do that. So, I don't know, Russell Wilson. The Seahawks, the Seahawks need to, uh, over the offseason, trade some pieces away or, or some more picks away for some for some pass rushing because yeah, they have nothing. It's almost like they should have just re-signed Clowney instead of, instead of just letting him walk. That, that's what they should have done. That's what it's starting to look like right now. Yeah. So, the Seahawks... They're still going to be a top two seed in the NFC when it's all said and done. Just their defense needs to get their butts into shape sooner or later. They else, really do. Or else, I don't see them going to the Super Bowl. I don't either now. Uh, I definitely they're, retract they're, 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 Seahawks pick. There's still a shot because it's, it's always the Seahawks with Pete. If Russell Wilson has a Pete great Carroll. game, they always have a shot. So. If Russell Wilson can throw for over 300 yards every game and four touchdowns, they'll win out. But that, that's, Easier said than done. It, yeah, that, that, that defense is just bad. Yeah. Speaking of another bad defense, <laughs> yeah. the Falcons are playing the Broncos. But once again, they won. They they, al- they almost, almost. Oh my almost. God, Chris! They almost blew it again. And this was Drew Locke. He almost came back again after that crazy win against uh, L.A. last week. So Drew, Drew Locke, his first half was bad, but he came out of the second half just clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, Drew Locke is a completely different QB in the first and second half. It's weird. The stats. He'll 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 be really good in one half, and it'll just suck in the other half. But yeah, the, the Falcons, come on, if you just held on to these leads, you would be like, what would you be right now? You'd be probably like six and three, right? Yeah. Oh my God. I know what they're going to do. They're going to go seven and nine. And then Arthur Blank is going to want to hold on to Dan Quinn because for some reason he's in love with Dan Quinn and they're just going to go seven and nine next year. So I don't know what the Falcons, I, I we all knew they were going to do this though. They, they always pull out these wins when their defense finally doesn't blow another game. So I don't know. <laughs> And the Broncos, uh, I'm glad they lost because, you know, we don't have to win, so. <laughs> um, Yeah, I really, I really feel like it was a it was a good game, but not too much to really really cover here. Um, I don't even have to say his name. Olimide Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. 
Aaliyah Dame, Aaliyah Dime. I have no idea how to say that name. Olamid. He uh he he just caught a, a deep bomb for a touchdown, and that's how he got over a hundred receiving yards. Um, Julio Jones a touchdown as well. It's really about it. I really don't know. It's where, really about it. It, yeah. it was another one of those quiet, high-scoring games that the yeah. Falcons almost choked yeah. again. <laughs> Thank God they didn't. Okay, we're gonna move on to the four o'clock games. We got. Raiders Chargers, speaking of almost blew it, the Raiders almost blew it as well. And it came down to the final play. Justin Herbert looks amazing, by the way. But came down to the final play last second. They threw a fade in the end zone, the Chargers. And I thought it was a touchdown, but they said he bobbled it at the end. So it was called a touchdown. The Chargers were going to have a miracle win. And in the biggest Charger fashion, they lose it and reverse it. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I just feel bad for Herbert because he's doing everything he needs to do to win these games. He's, he's proving that he can be a franchise quarterback and be a be a superstar in this league in, in, in a short amount of time. And he just keeps on getting screwed out of wins. He had another 300-yard performance. He just looks so good. Yeah, I think the Chargers are like four or like three and... 20 something in the last like two or three years in one score games. So that's that's just terrible. I remember the beginning of the year when they had Tyrod and at quarterback. I said that Keenan Allen just looks like he hates football. And then all of a sudden, the uh, Herbert steps in when he got hurt. And Keenan Allen is by far his favorite target. He's consistently getting seven to 12 targets a game. He had nine in this game. The Chargers look good. I know the record doesn't look good at all, but the Chargers look like a great football team. They're going to. That yeah. with Herbert there, he's gonna be their their franchise quarterback. I I firmly believe. Just put some more pieces around him, fix up that defense a little bit, and they're gonna be a true problem in this yeah. league. Anthony Lynn is not an issue. Uh, their injuries are an issue, and their clutches is an issue. So they just gotta get that fixed. And look, two years ago they went twelve and four, so they can definitely if things go their way, they can definitely pull out another one of those seasons. So and Herbert could have been the biggest steal of the draft. He fell. He did fall. In yeah, the draft. yeah. He he's looking. I thought Herbert better than good. Burrow, maybe. I, I, felt, we'll I felt that Burrow was the best quarterback in the draft. And I felt Herbert was, was the second best. And right now, it's it's looking like those two guys are going to be the two best quarterbacks yeah. coming out of the draft. Uh, but yeah, Raiders go to 5-3. and three. They're looking for that 7 seed. Okay. So now we have the battle of my two favorite teams that are not the Kansas City Chiefs. It is Dolphins-Cardinals. The Dolphins pull it out 34-31. to 31. The, uh, the beginning of the game when... Um, the uh, the Miami's defense got that fumble recovery for a touchdown, or was it inter- was it pick six? Uh, I think it was a fumble. Yeah, F- it was yeah a fumble. the fumble six. I said to, I I remember I texted you and I said, Are this, "Is the Dolphins' defense really going to do this again?" I thought they're they were, they're top five defense in the league. They were number one in uh in scored against. I think really. Yeah, the Chiefs after before the Panthers game. The I don't. I, I know they got thirty one points. I would not believe that. True, but no, yeah, they were number one coming into this game at least. But yeah, after after you know letting up thirty one, I'm not sure. Tua, he got another, he got a second NFL win. He did more this time, which that wasn't hard to do more than he did last game when you were barely even on the field. It seemed like. But Chris, are, are you starting to gain confidence in Tua? Two hundred fifty yards, two touchdowns. Listen, it's his second NFL game. He he looked he he, he looked good for his second NFL game. Um. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hop on any bandwagon just yet. I need to see how he progresses. Come back to me next year, and we'll and we'll see how I feel about it. You know how I feel about rookie quarterbacks. If okay, they, wait, wait. What if what if they make the playoffs and they like beat like the second or third seed somehow? 
That would be a crazy run. I, Tua? I'm excited. I love the Dolphins. I don't it, know. They're my they, second favorite team. They're an exciting team. They have a nice young team. They have a lot of draft picks, a lot of young talent. They, they traded everyone away for draft picks and everything, and it's really paying off. This was a good game. Tua, Tua showing a lot of promise, but I'm not going to hop on the bandwagon just yet. I need to see a little bit more from him. But he, but he, he, he looked great, Tua. Yeah, Kyler Murray looks like a little, little toddler, running around. Kyler Murray looks like Stewie Griffin. Actually, when I can't he runs. make fun of him because I'm his height. So Ky- Kyler Murray is literally Stewie Griffin when he runs. It, it's, <laughs> it's so obvious. He's like Stewie Griffin, Mister mixed with like Mister Krabs. <laughs> it's like Mister Krabs had a son. He was like really small. Kyler Murray, he's so good. He, 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 he can throw for 300 yards, 106 rushing yards. I know it, it was. On, on 11 carries, which is crazy. How do you catch this guy? He's almost like, I don't know. I, I enjoy watching him run more than Lamar sometimes. You, you might disagree with me. I think Kyler Murray's better than Lamar. Yeah, if, I mean, if you count passing, yeah. This because, year, this year, yeah. Uh, definitely. Yeah, definitely this year. Because I feel that Kyler Murray, he he has those 300-yard passing games. He, he I feel he, he's a bet he could throw the ball better than Lamar. And I think any of these guys, both of those guys could easily rush for 100 yards on the ground. But this season, Kyler looks better than Lamar. Is it me or the Cardinals have, like, the most random defense ever? Like, no one ever talks about them. I feel like no one Them ever and the Lions. I don't think anyone's ever talked. Like, is Patrick Peterson, like, how old is he now? He's still good. Is he, like, 30 yet? He's still locking people down. I feel like he's he's so random, though. No one ever talks about him. <laughs> but, uh, is he still a pro bowler? I have no idea. I feel like he just automatically makes the Pro Bowl. Like his name's Patrick. Just, Peterson. just the name value. Yeah. Christian Kirk, another deep bomb touchdown. I think that's. You like Christian Kirk. I, I do. That. I do like Christian Kirk, but the thing is, how long is he going to be able to keep this up? A catch, like a deep bomb touchdown every week. Doesn't have to. I mean, you got Fitzgerald and Hopkins, so you know, just passing the rock around right now. And uh... Hop- Hopkins did get locked down by Pat Patrick Peterson this past week. Wait, no, he didn't. They're on the same team. Xavier and Howard. Xavier and Howard locked yeah. him down. We're talking about Patrick Peterson. Yeah. His name was stuck in my head. Both yeah, teams five and three. Xavier Howard's a great corner. He's arguably the best in the league. Him, Patrick Peterson, Sherman's still looking really good. Yeah. Oh yeah, Sherman. All right. <sighs> I want to talk Steelers, about Steelers Cowboys. No, you have to, Chris. Look, people are gonna think if they didn't watch the end that they lost. No, Steelers still won. Steelers still but won. The thing was very twenty-four to nineteen, and the Steelers were trailing for most of this game. Chris? I really don't know what to say. It was such a Steeler fashion you guys type are of frauds. win. I'm, like, I'm just going to say it. The Steelers. Chiefs could kick your ass. I, I doubt that. I hope we see you guys in the playoffs and Steelers will light you guys up. We will win 34 20. There's, there's only one way to find out. But uh, the Steelers, it was. This is that type of game. Just a typical Steeler game playing down to the competition. Two and six Cowboys at the time. Now two and seven against. Who was it? Garrett Gilbert? Yeah, <laughs> I think they saw, I think they brought him up right off the practice yeah, he had squad. A nice day. Um, it, it was just one of those games, but it showed a lot from the Steelers side. They just they didn't give up. I thought that they were gonna quit. It, it, it was just sloppy. I'm sitting there at my TV looking like, what what the hell what, what the hell are you guys doing? I know the Cowboys offensive line kind of sucks, but Zeke is really just collecting a paycheck at this point. Yeah. I mean, you're averaging 2.8 yards a carry. In. Well, there's nothing he can do. That uh, every team knows. Just go stack the box against Zeke. Let the Cowboys beat you through passing. But back to the Steelers. I know Ben, he injured both of his knees, it turned out. <laughs> so I, when that happened, Mason Rudolph came in. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a repeat of last season, I guess. <laughs> I already, hey, at least you guys already got the eight wins that you had in total last year. I, I already I already mentally prepared for us just to... Got to lose eight straight to be like last oh, like, year. Oh, God. That would be but, so um, funny. 
it, it was a sloppy game. It was by no means a good game. It was, I woke up Sunday morning and I said, I have a gut feeling that this Steeler Cowboys game is going to be closer than people think. I don't think the Steelers are going to go out there and even be anything close to dominant. And they did exactly that. Cause whenever the Steelers, the Steelers are weird. They either play because they either play down to their opponents or they'll play a team like Baltimore. They play and it'd be a high scoring close yeah, matchup up or down. Like, it's, it, I don't know. It's weird. They're, they're weird. They'll never go out there and they'll never blow out one of these bottom tier teams that are, it, it's just, it's just weird. I mean, I, I'm a little bit concerned about this. Juju though. I finally started you. Finally, finally got and a touchdown. You got over 20 points, he, but I still lost. Juju has, I think 55 targets and no drops in the season. Fun fact about that. <laughs> of course, the one week I start Juju, he just goes off, but the rest of my team just sucks. But Ugh. I'm saying it all year. The Steelers are just such a deep team going with, with, with receivers. Mason uh, <laughs> Rudolph, two for three, three yards. That was just bad. What the hell? Chase Claypool had 13 targets. Yeah, uh, Tyree Kill had 19 targets or 18 targets and caught nine balls. 18 targets. Cooper covered 20, uh, I think, last, oh last week or two weeks ago. 20 targets. Jeez. But yeah, I mean, the Steelers. It's more than Lamar throws a game. <laughs> the Steelers are such a deep uh, receiving court with Juju having 93 yards, Deontay 77, Claypool 69 yards, Ebron, he had a touchdown and 22 yards. James Washington, one reception for 17 yards, but he also had a touchdown. I'm going down the line. I, I just have to. We didn't need to know that James Washington had one uh, catch. <laughs> Ray Ray McLeod. All right, no. But um, the Steelers they have a little bit of a COVID outbreak right now. Vance McDonald tested positive, and then I know the Steelers. Ben got sent home. Everyone else tested negative, but there's a close, just something to keep an eye on. I know Ben te- Ben tested negative. Um, he needs to have I think five negative tests, and he'll be clear to return in five different days. And I think Benny Snell as well got sent home. Everyone else tested negative, Jeez. but as long as they test, I think negative, I think it's five times. They can they can return, so it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out. Hope hopefully hopefully yeah. nobody tests positive. Yeah. All right, let's move to the Sunday night game. Saints Bucks supposed to be. I was so hyped for this game last week, but it ended up thirty eight to three. In our in our predictions last week, I said the Bucks, you said the Saints. That's why you beat me. Oh man, I did not yep. think that was gonna yep. happen. Yep. Thirty eight to three, the Saints win. Drew Brees is the father of Tom Brady this week. Tom Brady had the worst loss. What a bad game. It took game. until week nine on the Bucks to have his worst loss of his career. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say. Tom Brady, three interceptions looked just terrible. They didn't make any stupid, like, there wasn't any bad luck. They just looked terrible. And the Saints, you know, they just capitalized on that. Drew Brees had four touchdowns. Michael Thomas was back. And Chris erases the question with the Bucks. Uh, everyone's been saying it, uh, social media, Antonio Brown. Is, is there a real curse attached to this man? Dude. I mean, how do you score three with that offense? Uh, and they're the third least targeted wide receiver team. They target wide receivers the third least in the league, and they have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown. Yeah, I don't know why. I mean, I guess just like running with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette for, for the life of them. I, I have no idea why. Um... I've been saying it. I feel the Bucks are last year's uh, Cleveland Browns, except the Bucks are the better version of them. When everyone's just hyping them up like crazy, they signed Antonio Brown. Okay, Antonio Brown hasn't played a snap in the NFL in how long? And even when he did play last year, how many snaps did he play? Not a whole lot. And then he got cut. So we, he, he needs to get into NFL Actually, shape. Actually, three catches. I didn't he, even know that. AB needs to get into NFL shape a little bit more before anyone can start being, oh, it's so scary, this and that. 
Who knows? Antonio Brown might get cut any one of these days. You, you never know with him. Oh, my God. He, if this was 2017, just think about this team. Tom Brady, Leonard Fournette. Jaguars are amazing in 2017. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Rob Gronkowski. And they put up three points. That's insane. But now you have you have a much older Brady, a much older Gronk, and Antonio Brown, who we have no idea where the heck his head's at. Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, every other week, it seems one of them is always injured. It's up Tom Brady. I know God, Godwin's finger is, is just destroyed. He had, he had to have that taped up. and he was They showed how he was going to catch. He had to bring it into his left hand and slowly bring it into his right, Jeez. which it was a weird type of catching motion that he had to do. It was just every team every year has one of those games when they just look bad. They just, they just look bad. stinker. And if. I don't see the Bucks ever looking this bad again this year. There's absolutely no way. The Saints just looked. The, the, the Saints looked great. Uh, the Saints got Michael Thomas back, and now I feel people are going to start saying, "Oh, the Saints are looking really good now." This and that. No, I've five I've, straight wins. I've ne- I've never quit on the Saints. The Saints are. I feel are going to come out of the NFC, and it's going to be the Saints are still coming out of the NFC, and I'm sticking to that. All right, we'll see. Uh, you know, we're getting into. Getting into territory where we could really uh, figure this out. You know, last few weeks we've been saying we'll see, but you know we're already moving on to week ten, so it's really, the, the really top, taking shape. And now the Saints with having that, they have the tiebreaker over the Bucks. They're looking pretty good to stick to taking that division. Yeah. Was- All right. <laughs> Monday Night Football, Pats Jets. Right. Let's let's just make this quick because I really don't feel like talking about this game too much. Well, the Jets almost did it. Okay. Uh, All right. The Jets. Should have won, but I think Bill Belichick, it's like you said, wanted to lose this game, so they just couldn't get Trevor Lawrence. They were playing chess, not checkers. And then Adam Gase said, "Oh, I know what you're doing," and he <laughs> he, he he choked even harder. <laughs> oh no! It was such a hard game to watch. So bad, so bad. It's so bad. Cam Newton, you do are terrible at your job. Do you think the Patriots are going to switch quarterbacks? No, I mean they won. They can't. They can't after a win. But this it, was. But it was to the Jets. Bill Belichick knows he is screwed. They are not winning more than six games this year. No way. There's no way in hell. I, I don't want. I really thought they were gonna tank. I, I really thought they were gonna lose to the Jets and I, try to get Trevor Lawrence. I don't want people to say that. Oh, Bill Belichick's not a good coach. Brady made Belichick. No, the Patriots have no one. No one. Listen, Edelman. He he's hurt. They had eight guys on their team. Eight starters on their team opt out of the season due to COVID. When you have any team this year, the Chiefs, Steelers, uh, Seahawks, Bucks, Saints, I don't, I don't care what what team it is. You take eight players off that team, it's, some starters, some backups, forget about it. Your team goes from being in the playoffs to now, can you make him to make the playoffs? They had six receiving options this week, and three of them are running backs. One of them was a fullback. So. N- next year. <laughs> One of them's named Gunner. I still don't think that the Patriots are going to be come. I know we're now we're talking about next year, but I don't see the Patriots being what they, what they used to be next year, what they were in the past next year. But they're going to get those players back, a bunch of key players. Yeah, can't look too far. And they're going to they're going to be a different team. I feel people are, are are trying to overrate what's going on with the Patriots right now. I, I think yeah, it's bad, but you shouldn't be panicking like this right now, Patriots fans. You guys can afford one bad season. Come on, you guys have been on top for how long? Yeah, yeah. Let the Dolphins have their show. Yeah, for the Bills. Time for the Dolphins and Bills. It's, it's a nice breath of fresh air. Yeah. After feeling like we were never gonna ever see the Patriots not win the division. <sighs> one good thing. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
That's week nine. Now we got week 10 predictions. I finally beat Chris in the week nine predictions by one game. It's about you know time. Let's so, see if I can do it again. Soak it in. Soak it in. So, slowly come back. I got a few more weeks to catch up. So let's see what happens. We got week 10. Tomorrow night's game. Titans Colts. Who do you got? I am going to say that the Tennessee Titans will win. I think that Philip Rivers, he makes too many stupid mistakes and he throws too many interceptions. And I think that the Titans defense is going to capitalize off of that. And I think the Titans are going to narrowly win 21 to 17. Yeah, I also have them winning about 21 to 17. Uh, yeah, exactly what you said. I, I, I don't see Titans usually play pretty well in primetime. I don't really see Philip Rivers being too clutch. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Lions, Washington football team. Chris, I have the Lions winning this game. I, I agree with you. I think the Lions are going to win. Uh, Alex, Although, I think it could be go either way. It, it could go either way. I just think Alex that... Pretty, ooh, actually, I think I want to trust Alex Smith on this. You know what? You're going to pick the Lions? I'm going to take the Lions. I, I still think Alex Smith, I think, is going to have a good game, but I think he's going to... I'm going to go with the football team. Who knows what's going to happen on that game? Alex Smith getting his first start of the season. Uh, the I Lions. in him. The Lions... They haven't been looking so bad lately. I know that run defense has been looking abysmal. I think it could be a big game for Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin. Another big game for him. <coughs> so you want to switch? You want to switch to the football team then? But uh, no, stick with the Lions. Oh man! <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> I, I cough. I, 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 I like a Cheerio stuck in my throat right oh, now. Oh god! All right, let's. We'll move on. Maybe that was the game that was me. Yeah, I mean, I think it's gonna be a surprisingly high scoring. I, I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. I, I don't know how much, I don't even know what the over under is yet, but no clue. I guess in this game, both teams easily scoring over thirty points. Yeah. All right, Browns Texans. I got the Texans. Ooh, um, I'm gonna say Cleveland's gonna win. I, I have faith in Cleveland. I feel like for whatever reason, Ooh, people split don't games right off the bat. People don't want to say that Cleveland's a good team. No, Cleveland is a very good football team. I still think that Cleveland will be making the playoffs. I, I fully believe that Cleveland's gonna be in the playoffs this year. I think that I think they're getting sloppy off this bye, and uh, they're not going to be able to catch up with this Texans offense right now. Um, I don't think so. We'll, we'll see what's going to happen. I just think that since they don't have Odell, I feel they don't have one of those guys screaming at Baker to get him the ball. I I I know it's weird that you have a talent like Odell out, and I and someone's saying, "Oh, that team's better off without it." I I just feel that way. I just feel you have one of those less hothead type players that have that super ego in the locker room there. Right. I I think it betters this team, and I think they finish up the season pretty hot. All right, Panthers, Bucks. Uh, I think the Bucks bounce back. Although the Panthers oh my are gosh. frisky. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh, the, the Bucks are going to stomp on the Panthers this year. It's not even going to be close. No way that no way Tom Brady gets embarrassed in prime time. Not even one o'clock or four o'clock. A prime time game with everyone watching you. Tom Brady's gonna. Tom Brady might light them up and throw for four touchdowns, three hundred fifty yards. Who knows? Okay. Who knows what he's gonna do? Don't go that far, but I still think they're gonna win. I, I, th I think. I think it's gonna be thirty-one twenty-four. I, I think. I think the Bucks win big. All right. Giants Eagles, interesting game. I think the Giants are gonna have the lead most of the game and I think, choke it to the Eagles. I think Eagles win. Yeah, I think the Giants usually choke against the Eagles lately, so it's going to be a Who close knows? one. So far when the Eagle when the Giants have the Giants have played well, NFC, you, NFC East teams, Dak Prescott got hurt, uh Kyle Allen got hurt, Carson Wentz, watch out. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like and it's at MetLife too. Big for the Giants though if they win this game. And, and it's scary because it's at MetLife that this is happening as well. Oof. So 
I'm, watch I'm, pra- I'm praying. Hopefully, hopefully nobody gets hurt. Hopefully, Jalen hurts. That stadium is is everyone's been getting injured on that field all year on that yeah. turf. <laughs> it, it's just weird. I feel like they just need to put new turf down or something because yeah. it's count, countless people have been going down it's on terrible. that turf. All right, Packers Jaguars. I have the Packers. Packers. Uh, and we're already moving on to the four o'clock games. Only five one o'clock games. I kind of like it this week. I feel the NFL should split up one o'clock and four o'clock games and, and kind of do that because I feel like for if you watch NFL Red Zone, when you get to the one o'clock games, you have all these one, eight one o'clock yeah. games, and then all you this, hit this high and then you go to this low when there's only like two or three games. Yeah, after. and when you have only three four o'clock games, especially for fantasy reasons, if you only have one player going in one of those games. It's like, what the hell are you doing watching the other two games? Yeah. It kind of gets pointless. So I, I like this. It splits it up. We're going to have double witching hour this week. Yep. The first time in history. It, it's a monumental week. Okay, we have a full slate of 4 o'clock games that are, I think are just all going to be shootouts. We are it's going to be great. Cardinals-Bills. This game's going to be crazy. It's going to be I, really I honestly, I honestly have no idea who's going to win this game. I you have no idea either. Two They're g- probably one-point favorites, whoever's going to win. I, I could pull up the, the odds right now if you want. I'm going to go with... I think the Bills win. The Bills are gonna lose to the Cardinals. Jeez, we have a, this is a very big split week between yeah, you and me. I think the Cardinals are gonna win. I the Bills are always seven and three. Right now, like. the odds are the Cardinals are minus two and a half point favorites right now. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 have I think I think the Bills are gonna win. All right. Dolphins, Chargers. Chargers. I'm saying the Chargers are gonna win. But once again, the, we go split again. Did I, the Dolphins win three in a row? I think the Chargers win. Screw it. I love the Dolphins. Let's do it. All right. And once again, the Dolphins are two and a half point favorites. All right. Uh, Raiders, Broncos. I think the Raiders. Oh, man. I think the Broncos could win this game. But yeah, I'm going to go with the Raiders. This is just a weird week when anyone can win any one of these games. I just can't see the Raiders being six and three. That's really good. All right. Rams, Seahawks. I think the Seahawks bounce back. Seahawks bounce back. But I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams, if the Rams also win this game. Uh, I just don't see the Seahawks losing two in a row. They have this, if the Seahawks drop three out of their last four games, that would be that would be yeah. huge. Okay, they lost to the Cardinals and then they bounced back. And who, who did they play after the Cardinals? Um, God, I don't even remember. I think the the <laughs> I have no uh, idea. I, I forget. But then they won that game and then they lost a game to an to to the Bills, a very good Bills team, and. Now they're playing another very good, another Ram, very good Rams team. They're going to be in the postseason. I just don't see how they drop this game. The Seahawks, the Seahawks play Vikings. No, that was before. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. Remember. But there's no way the Seahawks lose two in a row. The Seahawks can easily win out the rest of the season. I feel. I feel. That's how I feel about the Seahawks. Jeez, how many times can someone say "I feel" in the <laughs> span of ten seconds? Okay. Steelers, Bengals, Steelers, Steelers are going to win, but, but the Bengals are going to keep it close. It's one, it's one of those teams that the Bengals, the Bengals could easily have that record flipped and they could have a winning record this year. I know on paper, they don't look like a great team, but that's, they're a fun team to watch and they've kept it competitive in most games. They're solid. All right. And then Saints 49ers, I think the, the Saints 49ers are depleted. The Saints yeah. are going to get their sixth it, win in a row. Just one of those teams that injuries have killed again this year. We have the Eagles, Cowboys, yeah. uh, 49ers. Are there any other teams that have been killed by injuries? Eagles, Cowboys, 49ers. 49ers. I'm not sure who else. I think we're missing a team or two. Definitely. Patriots but, are just out. Yeah, well, yeah, the Patriots have that whole everyone, everyone opted out. 
But yeah, Saints are gonna are gonna steamroll to another easy victory. And then the Sunday night game, Patriots, Ravens. I got the Ravens. Ravens. And then finally, Bears, Vikings. I got the Vikings. Vikings, yeah. Okay, so we actually have four split games. So that's one more than last week. We're, we're keep doing more. So that's good. It's, it's going to be a fun week. I think that this might be... This is how records change. This could be, I feel, you have the potential for it to be the highest scoring week in NFL history with the most touchdowns. Yeah, this is this is a, this is is definitely a shootout in the making. I, I think a few games to watch here are... Games of the week, Char- for sure. Chargers, Dolphins is going to be a good Dolphins. one. Bills and Bill Bills, Cardinals. Those are my two yep. favorite games. Rams, Seahawks. Oh, yeah, and Rams-Seahawks. Obviously, those are going to be the three highest-scoring games, but two teams. I think Giants-Philly is going to be a good game, too. I think it's going to be a quietly good game. That game could easily go. I feel Giants-Philly and Lions-Washington, both those games could easily go super high, and both teams can score in the 30s, or it can go super low, and it can end like 10-7. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's one of those. Both teams, super high or super low scoring. Um, yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna be a fun week. I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm really excited for this. This is probably yeah. the most I've ever been excited for a week besides that Thanksgiving slate for whatever reason. Well, you also get to play the Bengals. Chiefs have a bye though. Listen, I'm, I'm not taking the Bengals lightly. I, I'm, 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 I never will. I don't care how bad an NFC, not NFC, an AFC North opponent is. The AFC North, never beat you, though. anyone, anyone in the AFC North can, uh, right. can beat anyone. But the Bengals tweeted out a video. I forgot who the player was. Uh, polishing their cleats off with a terrible towel, and <laughs> that never really fares anyone well. Uh, when you when you mess with that towel, oh, there goes the dirty hit. There's there's a legit the dirty hit of the week. There's a legit curse when that happens. Oh I, I was God. on Twitter and I saw um, I forgot what account it was po- posted that, and so they really did it. And I went to the Bengals account, and it just filled with Steelers fans saying, "Oh, you messed up. Something bad is oh gonna happen." God. Because it's weird. Joe Burrow, watch out, please. It's weird. It's weird. Something happens when you when you when you. Jeez, Chris. <laughs> when you mess with the towel, it's weird. Something bad always happens to the players. L- look it up. The terrible towel curse. There'll be a video on it. It's weird. And if you haven't lo- heard of that, I'm gonna look it up. If you haven't looked it up, looked it up already, Isaiah Crowell hype video. Okay, you mentioned this two weeks in a row. I have not watched it yet. I have to watch it now. You, you, you have to watch it now. Fine. All right. So yeah, that's our show. Uh, very good week of football. Looking forward to next week. Uh, you can follow us at In the Huddle Pod on Instagram, and you can listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, Spotify. Google Podcasts. I think you think, but basically anywhere where you can get a podcast, you can listen. True. Okay. Yeah, and uh, that's it. We'll see you guys next week. I'm Sam. I'm Chris. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening. See you.